Welcome to something back again. And you know what? It's my favorite fucking time of the year. It's Christmas time. Ten more days. Are you guys ready? Are you excited? Did you all get your gifts yet? I know I got mine. I'm ready. So, because I've been doing the podcast more sparingly, and uh, this is a very special time of the year for me, I figured I would go over some of my favorite things about Christmas and my favorite top tens. Kind of get you guys ready and inspired. We only got 10 more days. Hopefully you guys got your shit. Hopefully you got your gifts. Even if you didn't, the big thing is just make sure you spend time with the friends and family you love. And just try to be nice to people, man. It's that time of the year. It's the giving season. Anyway, I'm going to give you guys a treat here. Let's talk about my favorite Christmas movie. All right, all right. I ain't going to lie. I got this sitting right in front of me on Blu-ray. My favorite Christmas movie of all time. Jingle All the Way. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, I hope for, hopefully most of you guys have seen this movie. If you haven't, you can, you can stop listening. No, I'm kidding. Don't stop listening, please. Um, no, this is such a good movie, man. It's, uh, it's just funny. It's cheesy. It's, it's cheesy in all the right ways, right? It's, uh, about a dad trying to get back or trying to find this toy for his son. It's a Turbo Man action figure, but he waits till like, christmas eve to find it and he can't find it anywhere and he's out christmas morning uh sinbad's in it as the fucking mailman and it's hilarious uh there's a lot of funny jokes uh really gotta check it out man it's just something about that movie it just warms my heart i don't know it's funny um yeah for i seen it last year i watched it with my friend adrian he had never seen it before and dude my buddy was just he was sitting there dying. It was a really good movie. Uh, yeah. Jingle all the way. Check it out. Pretty good movie. All right. So my favorite Christmas song of all time. I got a few. Kind of like the movies. There is a few mu- movies I like too in Christmas. There's a lot of good ones to pick from. But songs. This one I didn't really find until I was probably... I want to go back to my days as a dishwasher. It was when I was working as a dishwasher at a restaurant. I uh, remember it was Christmas time and I was working shitty ass hours because, you know, that's what those restaurants will do to you. And I, for some reason, we were allowed to play music when we were back there by the dishes. And I am a sucker for Christmas songs. So I was just listening to all sorts of Christmas music on shuffle. And I remember this song coming on. And I hadn't heard it, like, in my childhood or nothing. So this isn't a song that I heard, like, when I was a kid. But it was, uh, all of a sudden you hear, you hear bells and it's like, and you hear, hee-haw, hee-haw. And it's Dominic the Donkey. If you've never heard the song, it's Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey. And let me tell you, it's a funky little song. Had me rolling. Everyone I show it to, they like it. Uh, it's it's another thing it's kind of goofy it's funny it's totally my style totally my thing great song man it's just a great song i also if we're talking about christmas songs i really do enjoy uh baby it's cold outside even though that's all that controversial stuff but i like i don't know that's a funny one even though it's got a little bit of like a rapey vibe to it um whatever is some good christmas songs uh i want a hippopotamus for christmas that one's funny 
That's a good one. Uh, run, uh, run, what is it? Uh, run Rudolph Run or Run Run Rudolph. That one's a good one too. Uh, Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. We got, dude, there's so many. Jingle Blood Rock. Dude, fucking Christmas songs definitely have the best songs out of any holiday. I mean, Halloween, you got some good ones, too. You get all the Monster Mash and the, like, the spooky, spooky skeletons and stuff like that. But nothing beats Christmas, man. There's no fucking Thanksgiving songs that are out here talking about turkeys and shit. And, I mean, St. Patrick's Day, they probably got some songs, but I don't really know of them. I'm not Irish like that, so I don't know. Um, Yeah, a little Valentine's Day, that's not even a real holiday. That shit's made up. Uh, I don't know, man. Christmas, it's all the way. You want to argue with me? You know where to find me. All right, let's talk about favorite Chinese or favorite Christmas food. I think I just I, I just ruined it for you guys. So my favorite Christmas food, and this started as a tradition when I was a, a kid, actually, with my mom. When it was just me and my mom living together before my siblings were born. We were living in an apartment in a county away from where we live now. And I remember my mom, it was after, usually my family, as long as I remember, they've been getting together for Christmas Eve and they do like a dinner, or they used to. It's kind of smaller now and as families get older, you know, they break apart and shit like that. But this one, uh, my mom, I remember we got home and my mom didn't want to cook on uh, Christmas Day because she had cooked a bunch for Christmas Eve. Uh, so instead what we did was she ordered Chinese food from our favorite Chinese place in town and it was China house. It was ever since then, since that year, we've always gotten Chinese food on Christmas day and something just, it just hits differently that day. I don't know why everyone else is eating whatever ham, turkey stuffing. I don't know, basically like a second Thanksgiving on Christmas, but we're eating Chinese food and it's just, it's a good old time, man. It's probably the most, uh, probably my favorite food on Christmas. I don't know. My favorite holiday meal, probably. It's pretty fucking good. Oh, man. I almost just started recording without the fucking microphone plugged in. What am I doing? Um... So yeah, no, back into it. I want to tell you guys a quick little story about the days, the Christmas days of when I lived. Oh my God, what was that? My fucking cat. One second. Beanie, what do you want? Go. Get out of here. Shoot. Damn it. What was that? Oh shit. All right. Back at it. Hey, no one's ever said that this podcast is a high quality yet. Anyway, <laughs> I want to tell you guys a little story about the holidays. In particularly, when I was living at the trap house. And I probably have talked about it in the podcast, but right now I currently don't remember. But in my uh, early 20s, I guess, late teens, early 20s, I lived at this place, 
that was a fucking basically it was a little trap house we had parties every night the kid who mom's house it was she didn't live there anymore and he had had the place since he was like 15 and we were partying all the time it was just it was a mad place bro we had fucking liquor every night it was crazy it was it was basically like a frat house but none of us went to school anyway let me get to the christmas i spent there i I only lived there for like a year might have been a year and some change, but I don't remember for sure. Those days are kind of a blur. Anyway, I remember the Christmas I stayed there. So the Christmas I stayed there, I was still really into Christmas. I remember buying lights for this place, even though, you know, I was just fucking basically giving the kid a couple hundred dollars and I had my own room there. It was like, it wasn't like a legit, uh, wasn't a legit situation. We kind of just did what we did to pay the bills and... I remember buying lights to put up at this place. <laughs> and since then, I've gotten really good at putting up Christmas lights. But that was one of the first years I did it by myself. I always liked it when my grandpa put up lights when I was growing up. And I don't know, man. I love Christmas lights. It's my big thing. I plan to try to do more about it. But this was one of the first times I did anything like that. And it was before I was as familiar being on top of ladders as I am now. Yeah, man, it was it did not go good. I bought these lights, and I, I thought they were some really good right, uh, lights. It was a rope light from uh, the hardware store, and it was a really long with the little balls of light in it. Not like the normal Christmas lights. It was like a looked like a fucking rope. And I remember trying to... I didn't buy the clips, so to hang it up, I was, like, using nails. And I was nailing into this kid's, like, shingles. Oh, my God, it was so terrible. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was just kind of like wrapping the rope around so it would stay up. And I only didn't, it only came to like probably a good three fourths of the roof line on the front. So it didn't look good. It didn't look good at all. And I never finished it. But we had those lights. And I remember every time I'd turn them on, it was the most like badass feeling is when you, okay, you can have any badass feeling. Like what's a, what's, what's a really good feeling? Uh, like, I don't know, if you're a kid or a younger person, like, getting a really good grade or something. Or if you're playing a video game and you beat it. You know those those feelings of accomplishment you get? Bro, I had one of those... The best feelings was when I was looking up at nighttime. There was snow everywhere. It was cold. I was probably a little intoxicated because we were partying all the time. But I was looking up and I saw those lights. And as people would come over to, like, party and stuff, they'd look up and they're like, oh, yeah, look at those lights. They were shitty, and they were probably just, like, making fun of them. But in my eyes, I was like, yeah, I did that. I just remember having a sense of pride about me. Anyway, that was that was where the, the first time I really experimented doing Christmas lights were myself. There was a few times I, I helped my grandpa a little bit, but he wouldn't let us help that much because... I mean, putting up lights is usually a little dangerous, especially if you have, like, a two-story house. You fall and fuck yourself up, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I remember another part of that trap house Christmas season or time period of my life. And uh, one of the other things I did was there's this guy who you would come over all the time there. I'm going to leave names out just not to throw people on blast, but there was this guy who used to come out, and he was really a real big drunk man this dude could drink a lot he would out drink me uh any day easy but he was a really nice guy really cool guy and always like fun to hang out with always nice 
I didn't see him getting too many fights. He wasn't like one of those guys who drinks and is a fucking asshole, but he was just a good guy to get around. He just could put it away and then have an off button. So anyway, when we were living there, he was over there mostly every day. And right before the holidays, I took off a bunch of time of work. So I didn't have, I was like off. That was when I was working at the restaurant too, BT Dub. But uh, yeah, I took off like a week and a half and I was just like, you know what, we're going to celebrate Christmas the right way. We put up a tree, we decorated it. I put up fucking decorations throughout this little trap house. I had stockings for me and the three other guys who lived there. And we were just, we were ready. But that guy, he was coming over every day. Me and him were like, we were watching Christmas movies and just listening to music and chilling. And we were drinking during the day. We were day drinking. Anyway, our day drinking uh, to start on the, it was probably the three days before Christmas. It was probably like, we started probably like the 22nd or something. And we both bought a big ass, like probably, it probably was a lot. It was probably only like about a, one gallon maybe it was a maybe it was a quart I don't remember of eggnog and we had like a bottle of like this really shitty uh strong like some shitty vodka that you know the kind that like it'll get you drunk but it's gonna get you fucking migraine drunk and it's gonna taste nasty and you're probably gonna vomit it was probably some of that stuff if I remember correctly and I think we had some other liquor too we put in it but we each took a big swig out of our gallons of eggnog and then we start pouring the liquor in and then we would shake it up and then we'd take another swig and we'd pour the liquor in and let me tell you like this is this one the only thing we were drinking we were drinking like beers and other stuff too but within the we each had a gallon of that stuff or whatever how much we had we drank it within three days each like we just chilled there and we didn't go out those three days we were just drinking partying oh my god It was bad, man. Let's just say it was bad. I remember just turning off. I was I was gone. I was out of it. It was just all that, the thick and creaminess of the freaking eggnog and the liquor being terrible and strong because we kept adding more. And then we were drinking it for like, we were drinking and then drinking other stuff and then putting it back in the fridge, kind of like taking our time with it and coming back and forth from it but we each drank a lot. Like, you don't, you're not supposed to drink that much of that shit. That shit is rich. Probably goes back to why I gained all that weight before. But anyway, that was not the move. I remember just turning off and just going into my room and sleeping for like 14 hours straight. And when I was sleeping, I just remember, like, it was just like, I felt so thick. I, I don't know, I do not know how I didn't throw up. I should have threw up. Uh, I remember waking up on Christmas Eve. It was already pretty far into the afternoon, so I had just slept probably till like 2 p.m. It was crazy. And I remember seeing uh, my one buddy there, shout out Tay. My man Tay used to live there. And he was he was probably my favorite roommate when we were all there. I don't know. They were, they were all pretty good in their own ways. But Tay was probably the funniest. And I had... I saw I still had a sip of that eggnog left and I was looking at it I pulled it out the fridge and I just was like yeah no fuck this and I threw it away 
and I remember talking to Tay, and this is when I first uh, learned the expression bubble guts. Because Tay, I told Tay, I was like, yeah, man, me and uh, this other buddy of ours, we were just drinking this and yada, yada, yada. We were mixing with liquor. He's like looking at me. He said, he said, I'm not about that. That'll give me the bubble guts. I did not know what bubble guts meant, but that's probably the best description of how I felt the next day. Because just sitting there with that stomach full of nog, just curdling, oh my god, it was terrible, terrible. Yeah, man, Christmas wasn't bad. Christmas was pretty freaking dope. I mean, I'm trying to remember back to my earliest Christmas. The earliest Christmas I can remember. I don't know how old I was, but I had gotten, uh, I remember I got this little toy castle and it had little knights and it had like invading little knights with catapults. And it was like, it wasn't like, army guy level of detail they were like some probably fisher price shit but it was it was so cool when i was a little kid i was like oh my god this is awesome and like the catapult could show like shoot a little boulder towards the castle it's pretty badass um i remember one christmas time uh when i was younger i was probably in middle school and my friend kyle Shout out Kyle, he's been on the podcast. Uh, really cool guy. Check out his music. Anyway, my friend Kyle. <laughs> I remember his mom worked at this nursing home. And I remember me and him, and I don't remember who else was with us. I, I think another one of our friends was. It was, uh, and we went there to actually go help hand out presents at the retirement home, nursing home that his mom worked at. It was like, uh, cause she was a, a nurse and she was helping take care of the people. And I remember it was just one of those things where you don't realize how good it feels to give out like holiday, like not to just give presents. Cause I mean, everyone gives presents to people they love and they know the feeling of doing that is awesome. If you don't know that and you don't feel that you're a fucking psychopath. I don't know. But like the feeling of going around to these people who maybe they don't have family that lives nearby who can see them or maybe they just don't like their family doesn't want to come see them who knows the scenario or maybe they just don't have any family you don't know but all these people and there's a lot of people who do have family who come and visit but we went around singing uh, christmas carols through the halls to the people in their rooms and i remember we were hanging out or handing out presents when they were eating and it was such a awesome thing and as a kid I didn't really I knew I, it was going to be something good to do because I heard the like like yeah that's going to make those people feel so good but I didn't know I'm always scared of things being awkward and I think that's like probably like a personal flaw of mine but I was just like oh I don't know I, I don't know these people I don't know what they're going to think they're going to think I'm funny or like goofy and I used to care about that shit when I was a kid a lot more and I remember we did it and they were just so happy you could see everyone was smiling and it really meant a lot to them and then we got to hand out presents that they had downstairs to them 
and we just got to meet everybody. It was really funny. I remember uh, this old guy, he stuck his hand out to me and he was like, shake. And I went to put my hand out to shake his hand because I thought he meant to shake. And then he just started shaking his arm and laughing at me. I don't know why, but it was the funniest shit. Like I was just looking at him dying. And back then I, in middle school, I had, I had really long hair because I thought that was what was in at the time. Like fucking... Like, I was going to be Justin Bieber, but I had greasy little curls, so that wasn't going to happen. Plus, I was shaped like a fucking autumn squash. Uh, I was just, I remember we, I had my long hair, and we were going into the rooms, and I remember this one lady in this one room we were in, she didn't speak a lot of English. I forgot what she spoke, if it was, like, German was her first language, or it was, I'm pretty sure it was, like, an Eastern European was her first language so she only spoke a little bit of English but she basically thought I was a girl because of my hair and oh my god Kyle and uh whoever we were with I don't know who was all there but Kyle was making fun of me because she called me a girl it was pretty bad <laughs> it was pretty bad but I mean damn if that lady would have seen the days when I had a man bun and shit she would have roasted the fuck out of me Oh, those good times though. I really wanna, I really wanna keep doing stuff like that, and I hope uh, when my son gets old enough, I can go show him the joys of doing that and giving back to people on a holiday. It's spreading some of that Christmas joy. I mean, fuck yeah, it's Christmas time, man. So back into Christmas movies, I'm just going to go through, I got a little pile of fucking movies over here. Some of the Christmas movies I've just collected over the last, probably, most of them I got actually in the last couple years as a gift, but I have a few here of some really good ones. I'm going to just tell you guys about them real quick and give you my synopsis about this shit. So, I've already obviously went over the first one with you guys. The best uh, Christmas movie, in my opinion. Well, actually, I won't even say it's the best Christmas movie, in my opinion. I feel like there's one Christmas movie on this little stack that I get through that is even better of an uh, all-around Christmas movie, but I wouldn't for, say, for, for sure say it's my favorite. But this, Jingle All The Way, is my favorite Christmas movie. So, next one, let's go. Uh, we got the double-disc feature of Home Alone. Home Alone 1 and 2. Not the not the fake Home Alones like the 3 or 4 or whatever the fuck. Just the first two with um, Cully Culkin's weird ass. Um, no, he's funny. Uh, no, these definitely are really good movies. I would almost say that these movies could be watched not during Christmas time and still have a good time. You know, there's some movies I'm about to talk about that you can't watch it just in fucking like February or especially in February that's way too soon but like let's say uh come come July July or August you ain't gonna watch this movie or those certain Christmas movies you can't just watch year round it just doesn't work like that man Home Alone I feel like I feel like that's one of the ones you could because yes it's always set during like Christmas time but it always has like this feel of uh I don't know, man. It's a funny movie, bro. 
it's this little kid dropping paint cans and smacking people. <laughs> we were just watching this with my son the other day, and he's still little, so obviously he, he doesn't really sit through the whole thing. But me and me and uh, Ellie were watching it, and man, these people are... It's, I forgot how funny Joe Pesci is in that movie. Him, the bandits, him and this, uh, what was the dude's name, Marv? It's like Marv, and they just do falling down stairs in the second one they're getting bricks thrown at their head that shit it's pretty funny uh talking about marv i remember i had this in uh when i was a manager at this last job i had i went off to go train in this uh couple hours away and they had this training class on how to be a manager it was uh it was kind of boring but uh the instructor he looks so much like that marv guy I had to tell him on the last day, I was like, hey man, I gotta tell you something. I waited till the last day so he wouldn't be like annoying with me the whole class because I didn't know how he was gonna take this. But I was like, dude, you really look like the one bandit from Home Alone. You look like Marv. His hair was all frizzy. He had the mustache. I'm not talking about Joe Pesci's character. I'm talking about the tall, goofy looking guy like if. I figured that that's probably what Shaggy's like crackhead older brother looked like. Or like his weird uncle. Anyway. Home Alone 1 and 2, they're pretty good movies. You can't argue with me on that one. You really can't. Uh, let's go to the next one. We got the Polar Express. If you are as old as me, this was like the shit when you were a little kid. I remember I remember Goosebumps watching the trailer for this movie when I was in another... like. I saw the trailer in theaters. I forgot what movie I saw, but I remember you just like... During the trailer, you're just watching and the little kid... The boy, he's sitting in bed and he's got the covers up to his eyes and his little fucking furnace or whatever, or his, uh, his heater in his room starts shaking and you hear the train whistle and the music's just like, it was that, it was that golden time of kids. Like they put good ass music like that and like the Harry Potter movies, boy, you can't beat that music, man. That shit was like straight orchestras, man. (laughs) Straight orchestras. (laughs) But yeah, the Polar Express was pretty, it was pretty badass. Tom Hanks, uh, yeah, man. And it was just like, the style of animation in that movie was just so dope. It was like, this 3D cartoon. I don't know, they were really big into that for a little bit back then. When did this movie come out? Does it say on the back of here? Oh man, it probably does, but it says 2004. I don't know if that's true. Or that's like it maybe it came out in 2003 and then the videos from 2004. I don't know. Anyways, good movie. Let's go to the next one. We got Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. And when I'm talking about this, because I don't have the video connection yet, um, it's the claymation one. You guys know which one I'm talking about with the with the my man the elf Dennis. What was his name? Oh man, I haven't seen this movie in so long. Wasn't it like uh yeah, it was Cornelius. Oh no, Cornelius was, oh, he was the minor dude. What was this guy's name? Does it say on the back of here? I have a holly jolly Christmas. Blah, blah, blah. Reindeer games to his nose. He meets Hermie the elf. Hermie? Bro, he does not look like a Hermie. Isn't that how they try to say Hermione's name in Harry Potter? Dude, it all leads back to Harry Potter. What the fuck? All right, uh, Hermie the elf. And you guys, you guys know the movie I'm talking about. The Claymation, Rudolph. 
it's the basic story, man. It's like the song goes. They weren't letting him play the games, man. And I remember the one reindeer had a football coach and a hat on for some reason, just so you guys could remember it. It was games they were talking about. And then uh, he meets the elf and <laughs> the misfit toys. I always, what was the, the funniest of the misfit toys was there was, instead of a Jack in the box, there was like a Charlie in the box. And I was just like, so you're a broken toy because your name's not Jack. Like, what the? <laughs> Even as a kid, I thought that one was a little goofy. Because all the other ones, it, was, it made sense. They were like a car with, or a train with square wheels. Like, okay, I get that shit's just broken. But, uh, yeah, no, man, a Charlie in the box. Shadow Charlie in the box. Um, it's a good movie. Misfit Toys, The Abominable Snowman. They had the snowman in the beginning of the movie. That was really good at singing, man. This was really good movie and a shout out to another movie i don't have in front of me but has a lot to do with this movie uh or it takes like the beginnings of the movies like this and kind of makes fun of it is elf with will ferrell that's a good movie i remember in the beginning they show like when he's with the elf village and he's leaving they got like a claymation like polar bear and snowman and it's it's funny man shit's iconic i'm telling you what Santa Claus is coming to town is the next one. This is another claymation video. Now this one was more of something I watched when I was a little kid. If you look at it now, it kind of looks a little creepy. I ain't gonna lie. I think Ellie got this one for me on DVD. I'm gonna have to bring this one upstairs. And I really think Milo might like this one. It's a lot more chill. There's a lot more music. You never notice the best shows that keep kids' attention and movies or when you were a kid the best like movies and shows in my opinion that would keep my attention is anything where the characters would start singing dude my son's the same way any of the movies where they actually start singing in the movie right away i'm not talking about like background music I'm like the characters start singing yeah this movie i don't have really too much to comment about it's it's a it's a good movie from what i remember you know what other one i like more than this one but i don't have it in front of me is a year without a Santa Claus. That one used to tweak me out. That was the one where there's the two brothers, if you guys remember right. It was the snow miser, or the ice miser, and the heat miser. It was like a fat little short guy with a flame haircut, and then the dude with icicles and the long nose. And they had the songs, and it was like... It was... <laughs> Dude, it was, I remember it, it creeped me out a little bit when I was a kid. I remember watching the, the Heat Miser one. I was just like, he's kind of scary. And I remember just like being a whole chicken about it. But those were good movies. I liked them. And they had the two goofy elves that were like a, a buddy cop comedy in there. And they were like looking for the reindeer. And the reindeer was sick and had fucking socks on its ears. It was a trip, man. That was a... You know, back then, they didn't have the effects. They, it probably took them a while to make these movies, but they actually took their time with it. It was pretty funny. All right. Let's go. I only got a couple more DVDs left. This one I got as an adult. So another thing, when I was at the trap house, the errors back then will take you back to the eggnog story I told you earlier. Back in that time period of my life, I was really into, like, I was, like, you know, just partying all the time and watching stupid stuff. My brain was a pile of stew. I would just, like, watch random stuff on Netflix, and I remember finding the TV show He-Man when I was uh, living there. 
this is like something that my parent, my dad must have watched when he was a kid. It was like one of the first like superhero cartoons that was like, had a big toy line, but it wasn't like a DC or Marvel toy. It was He-Man. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Bro, this show is so funny. I don't know. You watch this show? Even to this day, if I could put an episode on, it's just, it's so good. It's like, you get the, the intro, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And like, bro, he's like, the best part is during that intro. I remember this was, I started working out when I was listening, or started watching this because I was like, dude, if I lift a bunch of weights, man, I could basically be He-Man. <laughs> I remember the intro to the best part, he holds the sword up and he's like, by the power of Skull." I have the power. And dude, you just watch that and there's like lightning bolts in the background. It'll give you a jolt. I'm telling you what. You'll have a tingle go up your spine. Anyway, I got this a few years back because I saw it in like one of those like $2 DVD bins. It's He-Man and She-Ra, a Christmas special. Now, She-Ra, for you miscreants who don't know who she is, is He-Man's like sister and she had her own TV show too back then, I guess. I've never really watched She-Ra, so I guess I'm the miscreant here. But <laughs> He-Man, dude, that was my show. I've watched this, though. It's pretty funny. Um, you got Skeletor in there still. Dude, what was the wizard's name in He-Man? He's a, was it like Zoro or something? It was something like that. It had a Z, man. I don't know. Orko. His name was Orko. Why did I think his name was Zero? That's the dude from Holes. I'm tweaking. Uh, another thing I have right here on DVD. That I don't know where the case is for, man. That's looking a little trashy. Got this DVD just sitting here without a case. Anyway, Cartoon Network Christmas Rocks. Cartoon Network Christmas Rocks. That's what it is. It's this, it's this DVD special I got when I was a kid. And it has, like, basically... I don't even know because I don't have the cover in front of me, but I remember it's like six different shows and it's like their Christmas episodes of those shows from like the Cartoon Network from when I was a kid. So we got Johnny Bravo, um, Billy and Mandy. Uh, what else is on there? Courage the Cowardly Dog. And my all-time favorite when I was a little kid, Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh man, dude, that show was, that show was all right, man. With the Christmas lights, bro. That show was, it was pretty badass. But yeah. Uh, it was just overall, I think, you know, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Let's get to the last one. Last one I got over here. Where the hell did I set it? Alright, right here. This one is that one I was talking about before that if I had to compare another movie to Jingle All The Way, it would be this movie, or this movie. <clears throat> it's Disney's The Santa Claus. You guys know what I'm talking about. Tim Allen. It's a classic movie. I've already watched it this uh, this holiday season. We sat down and watched it as a family just probably a couple days ago. And we need to watch the second one still. But this movie is just, it's an overall, if I think of like a christmas movie that's like a hundred percent like will make you feel like yes this will get me in the holiday season is the santa claus man now i'm not the same way about the spinoffs 
I know my wife Ellie, she'll tell you that the second one's the best. I don't know about that, man. That one's, that's a little debatable. And the third one, I don't even remember that well, so that one's probably trash. And now they have a series on Disney. We haven't watched it yet, but I'll probably end up seeing it before this holiday season's done, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, this first one, in my opinion, out of the three movies, is the best. And it has a really good argument that it could be the best Christmas movie as in uh like an overall christmas movie not just like a good movie it's just a really good christmas movie is there any other shout outs for other christmas movies that i don't have in front of me i already said elf um what's some more die hard is that a christmas movie isn't that a funny that's a whole argument i don't even know man die hard i've seen it like i've only seen parts of it because I was little when it came out, and I haven't really been interested in watching it. That's uh, Bruce Willis, isn't that right? Before he was bald. Uh, yeah. Yeah, any of the claymation ones were really good. Oh, the Grinch, bro. What am I doing? The Grinch? I didn't even mention the Grinch. Both. The cartoon version, which is the OG that everyone knows. If you don't know that, I mean, you're obviously a lot younger than me. OG's that cartoon one where it's like only 50 minutes long and the Grinch is like voiced over it's it's funny that one's good but also I'm not I'm not throwing shade the one with Jim Carrey is really funny too that one with the live action one that was pretty good uh I haven't watched the newest one I know uh Tyler Creator made a song for it but yeah I never watched that one I should probably watch it I don't even know what it sounds. Probably on one of those random ass apps like Paramount Plus. Or, dude, you know what? That's the only thing that really sucks about streaming services. I mean, don't get me wrong. When it was just like Netflix and then when it was just Netflix and Hulu, it was pretty cool. But now you need a streaming service for like, if you want to watch, like you have, let's say you have four different things you're interested in. Sports, comedies, murder mystery and fucking documentaries depending on what you want from each of those categories you gotta have a you gotta have a different streaming service because you're not gonna get everything i know people be sharing and that helps out but not everyone has them random ass like amazon or paramount i mean some people that's their go-to but then like you know i gotta have the espn so i can watch my fights and stuff (sighs) anyway how'd i get here uh yeah, man. Why talk about streaming Christmas movies? All right, all right. Let's uh, take a little pause on the Christmas stuff. I just want to give you guys a little bit of a. Uh, update about some UFC stuff because you know I love talking about that now I'm not gonna sit here and just spat the stats out at you like like I had been doing like just who won and who lost because I think if you're really into this shit you probably already know and for me to just regurgitate it to you it's kind of like a slap in the face so let me just tell you about a few things and how I'm feeling about them in the UFC world right now so Patty the Batty is he becoming a dick or is he becoming a heel all right so y'all know patty's last fight 
Um, I'll go into it a little bit, but it was very controversial. He won the fight, and he won it by decision, but he won unanimously. So he didn't, it wasn't a split decision. But this boy did not win this fight. Derek Gordon had, in my opinion, won each round. If you hear a lot of different people, he, he won each round. So this fight, I mean, Patty got the hand raised, and I said, like, a lot of people are like, it's not a robbery, but it definitely is a bad call. I agree. It wasn't a great call, but, you know, there's a lot of them that are close like that. Look at the Peter Yan and Sean O'Malley. Everyone thought Peter Yan won that fight, and then you had a few people said, yeah, Sean O'Malley won that fight, but it was it's just another, in recent memory, another fight like that where it's super close and depending on how you feel and depending depending on what you qualify as uh, the real important parts of a fight is who won that fight to you. But Patty is not like leaning into this at all in a great way. He's not humble at all. He's kind of being like a dick about everything. Like he started a bunch of shit with uh, Ariel Hawani and that like it was just really cringy like the stuff that he was saying and you could tell Ariel was pissed off so the stuff he was saying like you could just see how agitated he is and both parties it just makes it really weird it's just like I don't know when I was thinking about Patty before I thought of more like of this badass kind of like look at this tough ass dude from fucking like England and like he's just funny as hell and he's got the accent and he's he does wild stuff now this fight was just boring to watch man the only exciting part about the, that fight was all the left hooks that uh dude was landing on patty patty's jaw was bouncing back and forth jared gordon like really showed us that i don't know if patty's gonna be that fighter that i really wanted him to be and the reason why is i mean he just didn't handle this press conference as good as he could have i mean a lot of people are saying that he should have just said, oh yeah, like, is what it is, it was close, whatever. But I don't think he should have necessarily did that 100%, but, you know, he had a, he should have made it more funny, you know. He has that charisma where he could, and he could actually probably do a really cool job, but fuck do I know. Alright, every uh, UFC thing I want to just talk to you guys about. What the fuck my cat's doing? Um, did they screw Anthony Smith? Now, another podcast I like to listen to is Believe You Me with Michael Bisbing and Anthony Smith. Really funny show. Um, Anthony Smith is a uh, light heavyweight in the UFC. You guys know him. And he's ranked, I think, like, number five. He's up there, but he's supposed to fight, or maybe it was, like, number six. I don't know. He's supposed to fight, uh, Jamal Hill. And uh, I had to think of that for a second. I was just sitting there lost in thought. <laughs> he's supposed to fight Hill. And it was supposed to, I think, go down in, like, February, but now instead in this uh, Brazil card coming up, we're going to see him versus uh, Glover. And they're going to actually do that for the title because the main event, if you've been watching, it was a snoozer. 
And but it was actually, you know, it was exciting in the sense of I've never seen a draw since I've been watching like UFC because you know I I heard about it when I was a kid, but I haven't been really following it until recently is when I really started following it again. And I never saw a draw before, and this was a draw in a title fight. It was pretty, it was pretty crazy. But yeah, that's just about that's about it with my UFC talk. I'm not gonna get too much into it because you know what. It's holiday season. So I'm going to end this on a holiday note. And because I'm saying holiday, it's not its not actually Christmas that I'm talking about. So I can't talk about this time of year without giving another, like, I count this as like almost like Christmas music to me. And that's kind of stupid. And the movie, I almost count it as a Christmas movie. And that's stupid. But it is, you got to give a shout out to Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. You know the movie. It's funny as hell. You watch it around this time of year. It's goofy. When I'm talking about songs, same thing. Adam Sandler. He's got his Hanukkah songs. I don't know. You know me. I'm a big sucker for those funny parody, almost Weird Al type songs. But the Hanukkah songs are just so funny. He's got like four of them. And it's just like him naming off different Jewish people and making a joke. Like He's just basically showing you like, yeah, we don't have Christmas, but dude, look at all the cool all the cool people that are Jewish, and it's really, I don't know, man, it's just so catchy, and it's it's a good song, it really is. So I just want to give a shout out to those because technically it's not Christmas, but you know it lands in this season, so it's kind of like New Year's. I think there was some like claymation New Year's movie era movies when I was a kid. I'm trying to remember it was like a baby New Year and Father Time. Shit, man, I feel like it's at the tip of my tongue. I remember this from when I was a kid, but don't remember the name or anything or the plot. It's like Father Time, Baby New Year, Claymation. Yeah. Yeah, man, I just want to tell you guys, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year's. And everyone, just be nice to everyone. Try to be safe out there. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time.